0: what Look he was that. saying
1: was <laughs>
0: so what i what we're trying to say here is is that i should have turned the mics on and we didn't this have is, them on. This
1: is, why, this is why the guy needs a technical producer this
0: is professional broadcasting right here kids that's what it is can you hear me
1: no not unless <laughs> no, we're no, lip reading yeah i was
0: just yeah we're gonna do some sign language hi kids what's up out there All welcome right. we are uh we are here to help all right we we just did uh, <laughs> not
1: not if you've got the government seal buddy yeah right yeah we're here to help <laughs> yeah you believe that i got some you know swamp land in florida to say
0: and i got some i got some clorox we can put in a syringe and help you out with we'll just uh, <laughs> uh
1: there's a visual anyway
0: <laughs> yeah so hey we uh we just did show 695 for the uh uh neon jazz we were just talking about a great show at the French market with the very talented local jazz pianist Jackie Myers on March 27th. It was wonderful to get out and see live music.
1: In the French market.
0: In the French market over in Prairie Village. Yes. Yeah, so it was was wonderful. Hold on. Is there someone? Hello?
1: Yeah, I heard a little thunk out there. I did
0: too. I heard.
1: Might get a... Yeah, we might get a visit from the kids or possibly uh, the wife unit here in a few minutes. Yes. We'll invite them to the camera if they come in.
0: That's right.
1: Like I said, I just did a show recently uh, on my own show, Neon Jazz, where the the washer was going, which is just... (laughs) Our washer is just above the studio. This is my home, if I've never said that. And uh, I had forgotten how... um, prevalent that thing is down here when it's running which is really why I don't do a recording uh, when she's doing laundry you know what I'm saying or either one of us is and it was <laughs> it was one day starting to I think the thing was taking a walk literally because it was it was thunking away up there we'd overloaded the jeans and the and everything in the in it, and then it went into the spin cycle. So I finally took the microphone and I just pointed it at the ceiling and yeah. I started explaining to my audience what that was. And just on cue, the thing goes into the spin cycle. <laughs> it sounded old, which it is. <laughs> Yeah, it's That's just, awesome. We were thinking maybe of going back to the old ringers.
0: <laughs> well, it, it reminds me of what George Lucas used to do and all those directors. They used to have all kinds of
1: uh, – what happened? Oh, you're oh. away from your mic.
0: Oh, yeah. And they they used to have – they used to test out all of the sounds. I mean, they used to have the 18-wheelers going by, and, you know, they were they were always experimenting. So that's all you were doing. You're just trying to get your movie right, you know. Yeah. You're Alice – to... <laughs> yeah.
1: I, there was a guy in the business who used to say, make it part of your act – Right, Th- though I'm not. Uh, it's it's kind of. It's we'll actually give it a name one day if that if that thing starts developing right. a certain character. <laughs> it's an old clunker. It'll it'll uh, have a patent on it. An old Maytag. Know. That's right. Alice Cooper, uh, the rocker, used to do the show out of his bus. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, people would. Go by the bus as he was on as he was traveling and honk at him and uh, <laughs> you could hear the semis <laughs> you know, going, going by and he would just do the show you yeah. know to a recorder uh-huh. and then send it in and they would edit it in with the music cuts doing oh, a nice. voiceover situation like we're doing here
0: yeah sure yeah oh wait before we forget we got oh little, oh yeah got little, we got a little red nickels here we got a little five pennies a little fun a little happiness red's always happy.
1: Yeah. Full of happiness. There was a movie um, made about him, I think, in 19, 1959 with Danny Kaye playing the part of Red Nichols and uh, an all-star cast, including including Louis Armstrong. Yeah. And I play a wonderful version. i take it out here one of these days because I don't think it would be, be caught uh, by the People that are monitoring so much, yeah. and just let that thing rip. Yeah. If um, if you'll remind me to do so, yeah, I'll totally. I'll see if I can get it get it out, and we'll just put it on and let it roll, uh-huh. as opposed to our banter here. Yeah, right. Um, but it's him and Louis Sachmo doing this version of um, Oh, when the saints go marching in. Yeah, and it is just totally freeform and yes. fun to listen to. Yeah, from yeah. the movie The Five. The pennies. Five.
0: Pennies. Boom, and that's what we're gonna listen to. Let's it's, see if I uh,
1: make sure that I got the right speed. Remember yeah. that one time we threw a 45? <laughs> no, was it a 33, and we were playing it at 45? Yeah. Oh, and hence how Alvin and the Chipmunks were born. Yeah, that's it. It was a happy accident. All right, let me so find the we'll drop a needle on the old album here. Drop a needle. Red drop nickels and the five pennies. Hopefully all of this is coming through, kids. Count and change. Here we go. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: As we mentioned before, as the music comes down just a little bit... Um, the name so of this, by the way, is Blue Jay. Yes. Which are just jerk birds. Don't, don't be fooled. They're just jerk birds. All <laughs> right? <laughs> you like blue. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I, I just... It, it's so nice. It's getting warm. It's it's springtime. I'm not advocating anything other than the, the very, very... Simple sentiment that it's so nice to see that live music's happening and things are starting to come alive. I think musicians are starting to feel relieved because if there's anybody in our society that hasn't been able to kind of come back, athletes have, there's all kinds of people that have come back. The live entertainment world has just been 100% waiting on the sidelines the whole time. Yep. You know, so it's nice to see that they're finally getting to that point where they can come out and, uh, be awake, be alive, and and be a part of something that is their lifeblood. I just want to go buy a burger and go to a movie. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) It's very simple.
1: Which we've been doing, but of course you have those other restrictions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and and, you know, when I've been interviewing a lot of these musicians, they're like, you know, you almost feel like what we were doing before was privileged, but was it? I mean, if you wanted to go bowling and you wanted to do things, I'm not cheapening it but it's like you know we were just that was just life as we knew it we just we were just living our lives we were going out we were bowling we were playing baseball we were jumping out of airplanes if we wanted to we were going to live music it's like it all seems weird now like i i, I watched some of these movies and they're not wearing masks and i'm just kind of like wait let's go oh yeah that, that was before That's the right. pandemic you know
1: i think i told you here the other day i was at the supper table and uh i was feeling around in my face and <clears throat> Uh, my daughter asked me what I was doing, and I, she, I I said, oh, I was checking to see if my mask was on. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd worn it all day at
0: work. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I've noticed, I don't know, there was a show on HBO years ago, not necessarily the news, and they had sniglets where they would make up words, and I keep thinking about an appropriate word for that, stop in a parking lot when you forget your mask and get angry a little bit and then go back to your car to get it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Head back in. There's like, there, there's a... Yeah, I don't know how many times I've done it. Oh, man. There's a, there's a marching. Walking. Just do
1: dawn in, you know, like uh-huh. uh, nobody's business. Like 2019. You get passed by somebody who gives you the look. Uh-huh. You know. I, I, oops. What are you doing? <laughs> I just uh, having a look in the windows here. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um.
0: So what else is going on? Anything else going on?
1: Well, I've uh, been locking myself up here in the studios during the weekend. Yeah. You know, with sometimes, oh, in terms of noise, studio noise, the, the girls, my, my, two young girls that I raise here, my kids, they're, uh, they're out in the garage playing with the computer, and sometimes they get a little noisy because they start playing games with the thing, or they get a competition going, yeah. and it's coming right through the door. <laughs> so I just, I just anymore, I just go, hey, what's my kids, man? It's the ambient noise.
0: I think that's probably the good thing about this quarantine thing is that we haven't, we've let the noise go. We've let the ambient thing in the background. Like I, like doing interviews and doing other things, I just, I don't get too hung up on that anymore. Yeah, as but. long as it isn't a knockdown, breakdown fight. And right.
1: Cheer. Well, then I could just, what's the, what's the show with, with the chairs flying? Uh,
0: uh, you know. Yeah, things.
1: yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. It's it, almost, it was one of those shows that was just about in every waiting room, and I wondered, you know, waiting for my car to be fixed, and you just, you know, can can we just
0: watch the weather? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all. I, I remember going to a David Allen Coe show one time. Oh, wow. And, and and a fight broke out there was a dude that i was there that kind of like ushered me out because it was it was going to get really bad really fast and there was going to be no escape it was going to be like the the worst mosh pit with 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 a lot of glass so i got the <laughs> hell out of there it wasn't going to happen we gone. rode with uh
1: we rode with david allen Coe when he was in concert up in saint joseph yeah uh and i was doing a Doing a show up there, uh, doing country music at that time, folks. uh, With a with a weekend show, doing the kind of music that I do now. But uh, David Allen Coe came to town, and we drove him down to um, Odd Duck. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't have a lot. I will also say,
0: you like pull over here. I got to take care of business. <laughs>
1: Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Like yeah. that, that kind. He of was guy. that kind of guy. That was the way he was on stage. And I think he was inciting the the fight. I mean, he was like he was telling people to get after it. So yeah, that was the kind of cat he was. He just yeah. He if got if it we it.
1: ever even heard the song, uh, the Steve Goodman song about. Um, was it, uh, well, it Was all that I could do to keep from crying. <laughs> all right. So just go from there. Right. Anymore, it's like Elvis. All I have, let me turn on the music because it's distracting whatever, yeah. to, to the narrative here. the um, <laughs> It's like if I did Blue Christmas. You'd know yeah. instantly, all I got to do is the first few notes. Uh-huh. I'll uh, have. A... That's it. Yep. That's it. It's in your mind, it's like whistling, you know, a couple of uh, a couple of notes, just two notes of uh, of Andy Griffith, uh-huh. you know. Maybe you know. RFD just comes right to That's you. That's it. You got it. It's right there in the brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So yeah, come on back, Red. <laughs> yep. Let's go in. Um, I'm trying to think, what else is going on? Um, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, I always I always try to get some 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 jabs in there about the world of jazz music and I'm always I gotta I gotta say the one thing that's been very satisfying over this last year of kind of our absence and what's going on in the world of music is I consistently got CDs in the mail. Musicians didn't stop releasing music. They're continuing to release it. They're very enthusiastic and it's gotten to a point, we were talking about this before probably on the show where a lot of these CDs are turning into live music events. If you can't go out And it used to be when when the pandemic started, people were releasing CDs and they're like, well, I can't do anything live with it. Now it's transformed into, you're not going to do anything live anyways for a while. Yeah. Now they kind of are, but like, you better get out in front of people. And if you don't, you know, you're going to miss the boat. The
1: laws of physics in the uh, entertainment industry remain
0: the same. Yeah. You've got to get the exposure. Uh Uh-huh. So, but they've been doing it and they've been doing it well and it's been... uh, it's been good, man. I so, have a question for you. Yeah, it just occurred to me to ask here today. Yes. What got you interested in jazz in the first place? Your dad? No, actually, it was it was one of my best friends of all time, John Sweetwood, gave me kind of blue, and I was I took it on a trip to Seattle, um, and at that point, that was you know at the height of the whole grunge thing. And I was looking forward to going up there and, you know, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, all that. Yeah, okay. But I, you know, of all trips... That gives it some time time reference. Yes. Yes. So it was mid-90s, and I listened to it, and I got hooked, man. I'd never heard anything like that in my life. And you always hear about that with Kind of Blue. It's the serum that hooks you in. And then after that, it was a bebop trail. It was Coltrane. It was Monk. And then, of course, you know, it went into the cascade of all of these cats and and sweetwood was really really into a lot of those uh, jazz cats and we were roommates and we played jazz all the time and yeah. i just got hooked and after that i just ran and i actually did go to a live show recently and there was a cat that was playing mike stanley and he runs he ran the Circulation desk of CDs at the KCK Public Library, and he had an amazing assortment of jazz. Yeah, Benny Moten, McShan, all the KC Cats. It was it was amazing. So yeah, there's always these people that kind of lead you into the jazz light a little bit more. Yeah, and and those were the cats that got me into it. You know, I've been listening to jazz, and
1: only did I ever think of this. Uh, when when you and I, I met you, and then started getting back into it, yeah. and realizing there was some really good stuff, you know, yeah. between 19, <laughs> 1962 and now, yeah, you know, it yeah. had uh, it had in fact evolved.
0: Yep, absolutely. I, what I think about with jazz, it reminds me of all of those early cigarette commercials and ads where they'd hook you young. Like, once you get hooked in, jazz is one of those things where you can never look back. It's like, if you get one tattoo, you're going to keep getting tattoos. An interesting like just, way of looking at it, Chad. yeah you, just, you get addicted? It's a safe addiction. Well, for probably most... Well, I don't know. Maybe it's not for some people, but it's... uh to me, it's 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 one of the best addictions. Well, I was in a, I was born and raised in a
1: university town, university in Nebraska, yeah. in Lincoln, yep. and uh, there was a there was a jazz. Uh, that's where I first started hearing jazz over the public television station, which uh, which emanated out of the uh, same place that the commercial station did, at least at that time. Yeah, and they. Sometime, and there was only one commercial station yeah. in uh, Lincoln in them days, yeah, yeah and they would all black and white. But yeah. then, uh, public television was more or less experimental at that time. If I'm not dating myself, right? Um, and they would play jazz, yeah. And Dad would turn it up just for something different, and that's where I first started hearing stuff yeah. like Bill Evans.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I went to a Bobby Watson show this summer. It was a driveway show that Jackie Myers, of all people, was putting on. And Bobby was there with a, a great lineup of cats. And I ran into a, a dude there that did not look like he was, should be at a jazz show. And I had a Downbeat shirt on. And he said, what's Downbeat? And I thought he was kind of playing with me for a minute. And I was just like, you know, it's the magazine. It's a jazz magazine. we started talking. And his, he was there with his daughter. And we had a great conversation. We were hanging out. And he said, uh, we, "We, as we, the night went on, he said... I I really came to this show because we started listening to jazz over the pandemic. They were listening to a nighttime jazz show, and they would just turn it on in the house with no TV on, and they would listen to jazz, and they got totally into it. And it's just all of those little things. I think we're going to see a lot of these stories of music that are going to pop up, that people rediscovered that auditory fascination that you had when you heard music for the first time, a genre, whether it was classical or jazz or the American Songbook, I think... It's a rebirth.
1: Another time when I when I enjoyed jazz was late at night as a kid, teenager. Had an old 1947 Philco radio that yeah. I had uh, reconditioned and had a nice big speaker sitting there, frying away in the night, making the room glow, yeah. you know, with the tubes in it, the old uh, single number tubes and that sucker. Yeah. And I would pull in WJR in Detroit. They had yeah. a show called Night Flight 760... And they played jazz all night. Now, keep in mind, this is AM. Yeah, right. So you needed the big speaker just to be able to hear the bass. Yeah, no kidding. You know. Twenty minute bass solos in these things. <laughs> it, was the, it was the kind of guy that would come back, he'd play the whole album. And right. if you he, he, and the guy'd come back, you know, and he would he was obviously very schooled in jazz, loved yeah. it. Would yeah. mention everybody that was playing in the group. Yeah, and, right. And probably knew them personally. Uh-huh. Totally. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's that that's old school right That was there. one of the
1: what that was one of the guys that made me want to do this.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. And that's the thing, they hatch a a, a thousand million, however many dreams doing stuff like that. That. And it reminds me of all of those stories of pirate radio. You know, they just, uh, it, it's good. I mean, that's the only way that people are going to see and hear some of this music is if there's yeah. some kind of like broadcast transmission. So, as far as we've come technologically, that's the thing that's blown me away it, in all these moments of self reflection during the quarantine is that as far as we've gotten out there with technology, we always get pulled back to the basics. And a lot of people have probably listened to radio and shows in a way that they've never consumed before. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's good. Wow. All right. We've we have we have run the dial here. Our our meter on our uh <laughs> on our little uh uh downtown meter for our car is run out so we gotta get the <laughs> hell out of here. But uh
1: well, speaking of cooped up we're just glad to see one another. That's right. Glad you could join us too. Yes, yeah. Good work out there. And until next time. Enjoy the music, my friends. Right. Cheers. Neon Jazz.